You're listening to the SK Hobbies AZ Podcast with your host, Stitch. That's me. Stay tuned. to the SK Hobbies AZ podcast and I am Stitch. So it's been a little while. Um, It's been like three weeks since we've had another podcast. So I've got a lot going on. Um, You know, we we hit 200 subscribers on the YouTube channel. That's that's freaking awesome. And with hitting that 200 subscribers, I had that uh, that Gen 7 sport that uh, I had up for sale. I had it up on Facebook Marketplace and uh, offer up for a while, and I was getting some hits on it, but just looking for the right owner for it. You know, somebody that's going to uh, take care of it as much as uh, as I put you know put in effort to uh, to restore this thing. So I decided I was going to uh, you know gift it away to one of my my major supporters, and I I didn't. Uh, you know, put a contest together. I, I've been kind of eyeing this, uh, this, this one YouTube channel that I've been following. He's a nice, nice kid. Um, his name's Christian and he, uh, his channel is uh, Christian RC. So you should, uh, definitely go check out his channel. But, uh, I did a little bit more to it. I, it, it was a, you know, a, a gen seven sport. I had that, that buggy shell that is kind of that has bounced around from several of my RCs, um, it, you know, my Herbie uh, shell, but um, I decided I didn't want to send it with that. I wanted to, I wanted to do something a little bit extra. And we had been uh, doing some modifications to my, my son's Gen 7 Pro, and I had pulled off the body from that and all of the, you know, the, the, the plastics for the wheel wells and the mounting for the hinge and stuff like that. So decided to take that and put it all into that that Gen 7 Sport to turn it into a Gen 7 Pro. We got that on there. We put on uh, Gen 8 rims and the Gen 8 tires that I took off of my purple Gen 8 for my son when I uh, did the conversion on that. And so we put those tires and rims on it. It, it turned out awesome. And so we got that packaged up with uh, some SK Hobby stickers and threw in some parts from my 3S Arma line that I had. Uh, you know, we upgraded all of our uh, our 3S line to the uh, the hardened uh, steel Arma spur gears. And so I had a bunch of the uh, the original, you know, the the plastic Delrim style spur gears that came with it. And I had a bunch of those because we were kind of burning through them. So I had like five of them, threw some of those in the box for them and uh, and stuff like that. And uh, we got it sent out to him. Christian uh, from Christian's RC, he's got a uh, he's got that now. So I'm looking forward to seeing that come up on his channel, get him into the crawling. So that's going to be amazing. We've rehomed it to him. And so check his channel out and you'll be seeing some more on that guy. Um, he hasn't posted anything yet, but I know it's coming. It, it, it'll come. And, you know, we also threw in a couple of, of uh, 2S batteries to go with it for him. So he's got that. So, you know, then uh, 
getting to uh, the crawler course. I know I talked to you guys a little bit about that, what me and my wife were planning on doing for the backyard, and we started it. We put up a couple of videos about the, the crawler course with an update. And, um, it's slow. It's it's slowing, slow coming along. We're, we're getting there. We've gotten, uh, we pretty much gathered a bunch of the big rocks that we had scattered around our backyard to kind of start us off. And then uh, some of the rocks we've collected over the, the years that we kind of added into it and started, uh, we built a nice little mound in our, in a corner area of our yard. We've acquired some additional, additional rocks and we started on a second little uh, addition. Plus we also put a little bit out in the front. So if you guys jump over to my YouTube channel, you guys will be able to see some of that stuff. And we're definitely got more. I've got, I got probably a, uh, we'll say a 20 foot by five foot area still to expand to. We're going to, we're going to work on that. And then, uh, once we get that completed, we're going to move to the other side of our yard where we're not really using it and put in an additional, you know, kind of crawling course over there for, for everything. But what's kind of made it a little bit difficult is we're, we're, we're implementing two different courses together. So we're, we're doing an area for our 10th scale crawlers, of course. But we're also putting in some some areas that our 24th scale crawlers will be able to to get out there and uh, and actually be able to use. With that being said, it makes it a little bit difficult. We want we still want to make it challenging for the 10th scales, but we still want to be able to have some lines that we can do with with the uh, 24th scales. So we're kind of working on it slowly. Uh, the idea is, especially here in Arizona, we've got you know it's. It's the 25th of April right now. Today, it's it's 93 degrees outside, so it's the heat's coming. You know, May is usually the the ramp up for our our hot season. So really, the only time we're going to be able to get out there and uh, and do any kind of crawling is going to be like really late at night after the sun goes down, or early in the morning if we get up early enough before it gets above 100 degrees, we might be able to get out there. And, uh, and do a little bit. So we're trying to create something here in, uh, you know, close to home that we can get out there and still enjoy the hobby. We are going to start working on doing some more of the 24th scale stuff, and I'm going to do some modifications on our uh, SCX 24s, and we're going to start adding a little bit more weight, beefing some stuff up, changing out some of the the, uh, the electronics in it possibly, and even start working on doing some um, hard shell type work for the SCX-24s. And then we're going to probably wrap up once we get some of that stuff done. You know, we're going to start doing kind of like a mini movie series with the SCX-24s telling you guys a little bit of a story. Don't want to disclose too much about that. We'll get more into that down the road here uh, as we get closer. We got, yeah, we got a lot going on with the crawler course. We also went out to Verado. Uh, recently uh, to a, a little hiking trail that nobody really knows too much about. It's on the backside of Verado and the White Tank Mountains. But uh, we went out there, we, we noticed somebody on um, one of the, uh, the the North Valley Crawler Crew group on Facebook out here in uh, in Arizona had posted that they were doing a meetup at this this course that they found. And it's not really a course, it's just more of these rock structures that they found. A lot of people jumped on and, and went out to that, that event. At the same time that was going on, me and my wife went out to uh, our new kind of bash spot up in uh, 
uh, Skyline uh, Regional Park. And we were up there, so we didn't actually go to this meetup that people were doing for uh, uh, Verado. When they were out uh, they were out there, they posted a couple of pictures, not a lot, just a couple of pictures of some nice rocks that they were climbing up. And they gave a little pen notification that you can uh, you can find this this area. So I kept it in the back of my mind. And the following uh, following week, you know, it was we had some drop in temperature where it was like it's like seventy three degrees was the high for the day. So uh, we decided to venture out to uh, to Verado and check this spot out. And I put the drone up, kind of scouted around the area and see see what we saw. And so. I haven't necessarily put all this uh, video together yet and got it posted. It's 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 on the the chopping block to get edited here, so we, you know that video will be coming to the channel here soon. And I, I was super surprised. You know, we went there. It was an it's a nice hiking trail. I think I'm even going to take the dogs out there and go for a hike. I think it would be awesome. But it looks like what we found is a dumping ground for rock. There's a golf course that went up over there. And there's also, you know, a lot of housing developments that are that are coming up. And I believe what they're doing is when they find rock, like, you know, they find granite, they find quartz, they're finding all kinds of these different rocks. They got no place to put them. And I think they're dumping them here on this, uh, in this area, because there's just all kinds of rocks. And you'll see it in the video and you'll see it on uh, some of the pictures that I'm going to put up about the area that it's just, there's a lot of hard lines. There's a lot of lines that my crawlers can't, you know, aren't capable of doing yet. There is a lot of jagged rock. There's a lot of dirt. There's even an area out there we found that had a little uh, dirt ramp in it that I think that running a basher off of would be kind of cool too. So, you know, you kind of got a little bit of both worlds out there. You can't really drive out to it. There's a little area up in the front of the fence area that you can park. And there's people that'll park and go on, on on a walk or they'll take and ride their bikes or they go for a run down these trails. And you got a little ways, about, about a half a mile, you got to walk down this dirt path uh, to get to the first area where we found our, you know, found some rocks to crawl on. And then we just started crawling off into the, the wash or whatever you want to call it there and uh, found a couple areas. We went over, we, we tumbled and we fell and said, well, we're moving on to something else. And then we found some areas that have been pretty cool that if we just were able to push the rocks closer together, it'd be be an awesome little climb. But uh, And then we found this little uh, uh, hill edge that we were able to crawl all the way along and we got down to the end and then uh, we walked around to the bottom and came around the other side and it was just like big, steep, dirt, rock, you know, decline that went down. And so we took, the, took all all the crawlers down there and not one of us tumbled over. So we did good. And then uh, we started working our way back and, you know, found, found a lot of rock out there. So we got a lot of areas we can still go out there and explore. And we didn't even take the, the walking trail to see what was down the other way. So we're going to do a little bit more exploring out there and figure out what else is going on. Cause I think that, uh, I think that's a great spot and I will, uh, I will put up a, uh, the uh, the GPS coordinates in my video, so if anybody else wants to wants to find it, they will. Or uh, and then I'm going to add it to my map when it comes to uh, on my website on skhobbies.com. I have a Bash AZ map location, and so we're going to deem that location four. And I think that's going to be a, a you know cool spot to to pick up at and uh, and and explore some more. 
Uh, we still have a lot of wash to explore out in uh, our Skyline Regional Park. In that area, we're only in the one big wash, but you, we pass like four different areas that I believe that we can get out there and do some crawling in. So we're going to probably do some exploring out there. You know, I don't know if we're going to be able to do it until like October time frame. Who knows? We'll see. Sometimes that in the summer here, there's always a break that we get, you know, some cloud coverage and it drops below, uh, you know, 90 degrees and, and we can get out there and, and, and get some get some crawling done, I think. So we'll see. Stay tuned to the channel. You know, until then, we're going to be doing a lot of uh, upgrades to our RCs. We're going to be doing some night crawling and we're going to be uh, building a crawler course in our backyard and we're going to be building another SCX24 crawler course in the garage. So we'll get all that that done and we'll be getting some video up on that all right so next um i talked about it a little bit earlier with uh with that gen 7 pro that i donated to christian's rc but we've done some modifications to my son's gen 7 pro one of the first things we did is we swapped out the shocks we got rid of those red cat stock uh gen 7 shocks a friend of mine derek's from derek's azrc had given me a set of those trx4 sport shocks the ones that have the their white spring white white line springs on all four of them and so i got those installed with that pen spring mod on the uh on the gen 7. also we uh we had originally put on the proline km3 tires that we had taken off of my element enduro we put that on there and they're a small diameter tire they, you know, they may be really scale looking, but you don't get a really, really good traction out here in Arizona because there's a, a lot of the rocks have like a, a layer of dust on it or dirt. And uh, they just, they tend to spin and they don't give you enough, uh, enough grip to get up and over things. So we retired those ones and we upgraded the Gen 7 to uh, Hyrax tires. We got the Hyrax and the G8 compound. We also threw on some uh, aluminum Endora, Endora, Endora rims. Um, he got the red ones, and we got those installed. So both Gen 8s and now this one Gen 7 all are running those uh, Endura rims. I cannot, you know, express how awesome those rims are, and they're very inexpensive. They're like 38 bucks for a set of four, and they go together really good. There's a lot of screws to go together, but... Um, once you get all of that that front uh, pressure plate on the front of the tire put on there with like, you know, the, the million screws you got to put in and, and blue Loctite it, um, you've got five um, two and a half millimeter screws that go through the back side and bolt the, that together. And uh, once you, you know, once you do that, it's just five screws you got to take off to swap out the... Uh, you know your tire or your tire foam um the uh the the foam that i put in uh it was the stock ones from those hyrax g8 tires and uh with putting uh that that the stock foam in there uh didn't upgrade to the uh the same foam uh we got the dual stage foams for the the scx24 my enduro we've got you know the dual stage foam in there but so we just put in the, the stock foam for now. He's really liking it. it. It's crawling really nice for him in the backyard. Um, hopefully in the this weekend, I'll be able to get out there with him and we'll, we'll do some video 
of him actually crawling on it and get that up on the channel. So be looking for that one. All right, and then uh, and then we updated the, they call it a skid plate by Vader Products, but it's basically the plate, I call it a transmission plate, but it's the plate your transmission mounts to that's in the center. We took and uh, replaced that plate that goes between your two chassis rails that your transmission screws onto. And that plate right there is awesome. So standard, when it comes with the Gen with the Gen Sevens, your top links that mount uh, it mounts to the it goes to the top of your axles. What they did is they they come out and go to the outside of your chassis plate, and then the and the rod ends you run screws through your rod ends to kind of bolt it to the outside of the chassis rail, right at the. Uh, uh, this what they call a skid plate. What this Vader plate does is it moves it in just like you would see on your Enduro, your SCX24, your T T TRX4. It moves those into there like, you know, the regular crawlers look like. Even the Gen 8s do that and that goes into that plate right there and bolts underneath. That is an awesome upgrade. It gives you a lot more maneuverability when it comes to your ride height and all that stuff and, 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 and the the torsion of the wheels coming up so you get more pivoting from your front and your rear off of that so that is that's an awesome plate i recommend it looks like it's made out of like a black delrum really durable and also it doesn't set below the chassis rails it sets like a couple of millimeters higher into the uh, the chassis rail so you got a little bit of your chassis rail exposed at the bottom it's not enough to cause any problems but it gives you a little bit more clearance under there so you're not really going to hit it as often as you would with the stock ones that come on the uh, the gen 7s that you know that was awesome i had to do a little bit of modifications to the uh, the chassis rails so there's three screw holes or three holes along the chassis rails that you were able to put your original uh, links up to for the top links on both on the front and the rear so those those holes you're running one screw through one of those holes to hold the the vader plate in place the, that skid plate in place the other hole just forward of it is just a little bit off center from the hole of where you're going to run the set screw that goes in and through and holds the uh the links in place in order to get that in there I had to use my Dremel and make that hole a little bit bigger that was right next to uh, the chassis plate mounting hole. And I had to get in there and make it a little bit bigger. So you could fit your, the MIP tool I know fit in there really good, but the MIP it's the 1.5 millimeter uh, hex. You get that and it goes right in there and you're able to screw and remove that, that set screw out of there. So you can remove and change your, your links and stuff like that. So that was, that was awesome. We were able to, to get that modification. And then also we relocated the electronics. So normally you got your transmission, your motor that sets on top of that plate and they got this little metal, we'll call it a U shape or that sets up on top and it adds a lot of weight right up on top of the, above the transmission. So it raises that center of gravity up pretty high up there uh, with the, uh, your ESC and your uh, receiver mounted up there. So I made a little aluminum plate that I moved the electronics to the rear, used the top forward shock mount holes to bolt this plate in place that kind of at a 45 degree angle, so it came down a little bit, and then used some double sticky back tape and relocated 
uh, both that ESC and the receiver to ride up on top of that plate and got it, uh, you know, stuck there and rerouted the uh, the wiring. The switch is perfect. It's right on the side. You can actually reach up into the wheel well of uh, and flip the switch on and off. So it makes it really, uh, really easy. And it shifts all that weight from being up on top, shifts it down probably about a half an inch to an inch down onto the right above your axle. So it puts all puts the weight towards the rear. So it kind of distributes it a little bit. It may have messed up the 60-40 split on that, but I'll have to get that weight and we'll figure out you know what it did for that. But that's pretty much all the modifications I've done so far. I have one more modification I want to get done, and it's a kind of a two two-part modification, but it's one kit that I want to buy. So Red Cat makes a portal axle kit for the Gen 7s. I want to get that to put on there too. And that actually comes with the, uh, the servo mounting plate that you can actually relocate your servo from being on top of the axle to up in the chassis, in between the chassis rails. So I want to get that. I'm going to get those installed on there. And then I think I'm going to have pretty dang close to a, uh, an awesome little uh, red cat crawler when I get done with it. And then uh, I'll do some video on that when I get that installed. Who knows, I might even do a live and uh, install it live. We I don't know. We'll see how things go and, and, uh, and, and how hot it gets this summer. But uh, so we're going to get that done and, uh, and then we'll be, uh, I think, pretty close to, to being done with uh, the red cat upgrades other than the electronics. I did put in a new motor into the Red Cat Gen 7. I put in the Holmes Hobbies. It's a 550 can Trailmaster 13T. I put that in there. It actually came out of one of the Gen 7 or Gen 8s that I have um, that we were we were not really using it too often. My daughter uses that every once in a while, but she doesn't really need all the power that you can get out of that uh that Trailmaster. So we went ahead and swapped it out and went back to the stock motor in the Gen Gen 8 for my daughter. And we put that that Trailmaster into my son's Gen 7. So we got that pretty decked out. I do have some uh, some upgrade options for the Gen 8s coming. You know, a little hint, I think I'm going to uh, get a new chassis plate that or chassis rails that are out there by a company. And uh, I'm not going to disclose that quite yet because I think that's going to be a whole new episode about about that. So we got that coming and we're going to start doing that on my youngest son's Gen 8. We're going to get that taken care of. All right. So next topic we're going to talk about is uh, it happened this weekend on Sunday, the uh, the 24th. We had the AZRC Bashers, their final bash. Uh, the You know, it's the season closer for April of 2022 bash there was a lot that was going on i mean we had the rc21 we had the monster jam dash for cash and then the final super send it and everything so rc21 you know it was pretty awesome uh we didn't have as big of a turnout as we had last last month but it was still it was still good i mean we were setting it like i want to say 75 76 degrees most of the day it got up to being about 83 84 by the time i left I didn't stay for the whole thing. Um, I I left right before the uh, the send it competition, so I won't have any of that video coming up on the channel. But I will be throwing up the RC twenty one 
the Monster Jam and the Dash for Cash video here in the next couple of days as soon as I get that video edited. But RC21 went pretty cool. I mean, some of the issues that I saw, there was a lot of X-Maxes breaking. Um, I saw tires going flying off. Um, as a matter of fact, there was one guy right before we did the Dash for Cash that decided he wanted to uh, jump his, his, his X-Max real quick and he killed it and broke it. There was another guy that had a that DBXL 2.0 did the same thing right before Dash for Cash and it broke so he didn't get to participate in the uh, Dash for Cash. But then right before the uh, the Dash for Cash race, um, we had an X Max fire. So this guy was out there just warming his his X Max up. We were over you know where we do the Monster Jam and stuff at. It, all of a sudden we saw some smoke and the next thing you know we saw flames coming out the side of his uh his x-max i wasn't even recording at the time i was able to hit it just as he came to a stop he was ripping right towards my location and i, I had a front row seat to seeing the flames coming out the side of the x-max so i'll be throwing that video up on uh on the channel of uh, the x-max fire but so he come he come to a stop he you know the same guy the gentleman that owned it ran over there he threw some water on top of uh uh, the the flames and got it knocked down and I don't even know who the gentleman was from uh, uh, the AZ Turn and Burn that come running over and he helped pull the uh, the top off of it and looked at it and found out that it was the lipo battery that went up and it was just smoldering so he bared through all of it and pulled the uh, the power off of uh, the ESC and uh, took the the chunks of uh, the battery that was going up in flames and kind of just threw it out on the grass and they dumped some more water on it. And so I got a little bit of footage of that. Um, definitely kudos to uh, the gentleman from uh, AZ Turn and Burn RC that, that came out there rapidly and helped that gentleman with his, his X-Max. It was, was basically saved his, his rig because I think the only damage done to it was the battery. Uh, we didn't really see any smoldering or anything going on with the X-Max itself. It looked like it made it through it. So hopefully that guy, all he's got to do is just plug a new battery in and he's good to go. Then we got into the dash for cash. And so we had, we had at the beginning of uh, the event, uh, Ivan, our host, had uh, put out there and said, hey, any YouTube channel or business that would like to buy a cone could come over and buy a cone from him and he would uh, dedicate a race and uh, whatever the money we put in for that cone would go to the winner of that race. So, you know, SK Hobbies, we uh, we put $10 in on a cone and bought a cone for it. And a bunch of other people did. Um, Kane from uh, uh, the RC Newbie put some money in on there. We had a couple, uh, a pool company, a roofing company. Um, even Brad from uh, AwesomeHobbies.net put some money down on a cone. And so it ended up being, a, we had a total of $105 going up for grabs for this Dash for Cash race. A little over $18 and some change went to the main first race, which uh, everybody chips in a nickel, quarter, dime, dollar, whatever they want uh, into the race. And so everybody put money into the little bag. And then when Ivan calculated it up, I don't remember what the exact amount was, but I know it was like $18 and some change. So he took that. We had the first race. And then we, the way that he ran every race after that was uh, pretty much... He started the race and everybody raced down to the end around this light pole. And when they came back, Ivan threw out a cone when they, after everybody took off 
and they had to you had to hit the cone not just tap it you had to hit the cone and move it and if you did you uh, whatever car did it that driver went over picked up that cone and took it to Ivan and they got the money or whatever that that company or YouTube channel put down so all in all it was a Creighton that uh, that took the money from SK Hobbies which I have all of that on on video so you guys will have to check out my channel and see how that turned out but that's awesome but there's a lot of carnage that happens because of that race because you have you know 20 to 30 cars all lined up and they're all racing down and they got to go around the same light pole and come back and be the first one back to win. So uh, it turned out awesome. I'm looking forward to how that event's going to turn out in the future. And But like I said, $105 up to grab up for grabs at it and it, it turned out awesome. Be looking for all those videos. I'll, I'll get those posted hopefully this week and we'll be looking forward to October when uh, these bashes start back up again. Some other things that uh, have come up with SK Hobbies is uh, I designed a new logo. So the new logo, I mean, we are we are in Arizona, so I started off with the uh, kind of a silhouette in the background of Arizona that I created. Just a, it's a black outline of uh, the state of Arizona, and then I slapped a SK Hobbies AZ inside of it. Um, I also put the YouTube logo and also you know what you're listening now for the podcast that you can listen to me on uh, Podbean. I took a uh, kind of like a a black outlined. Um, copy of my wife's uh, Forerunner and put that in the picture too so you'll see that so if you jump over to my YouTube channel you'll see the the new logo up there I haven't designed the new one for the podcast yet I'm working on that one um, so we'll get that get that up and on there too and you guys will see that change so we got that new logo and uh, with that being said um, I'm getting some new shirts done up for uh, me the wife and the kids and uh, we're going to put them on a, like a desert tan style uh, uh, t-shirt. So you guys will be seeing those in our upcoming videos. And then hopefully in the next couple of months, I'm going to order some extra shirts to do up some uh, some ones for you, know, you guys will be able to buy. So be looking for that. I'll probably do a video on it. I'll talk about it on the podcast. And then I'm going to put them also up on my, uh, my website at SK Hobbies AZ. Actually, it's skhobbies.com, and then I'll also have it up on Facebook on my uh, on my Facebook page too. So you guys will be able to purchase them and uh, get a hold of me. So um, we do have some new projects coming to the channel. Um, I'm in the design phase of that right now. Uh, we're working on some custom designs for bumpers for both the SCX uh, 102 and also my uh, Element Enduro. Uh, we're going to be uh, Working on some uh, some brazing, on uh, doing doing that, and a little bit of welding on it. You know, being that I'm branching into welding, you know, my brother, you know, he was he's a professional, you know, professional welder. He's done it all, you know, majority of his life, and he's he's doing good for the, you know, working in a shipyard out in uh, San Diego. And so he's a uh, he's going to work with me on, uh, you know, teaching teaching Stitch here how to weld. Um, and so we can start doing some of this stuff. But some of the things we want to do is we're going to do some trailer building too. We're looking at, you know, like a, a crawler hauler type trailer. I'd like to do up like an enclosed trailer that looks like somebody's, you know, going down the road with an enclosed trailer with their uh, their crawler or, 
Can-Am style thing that's inside of it. So I'm going to work on a design for that and maybe incorporate some 3D printing into it with uh, with the trailer metalwork. And then uh, and then my ultimate one's going to be I'm going to build a custom camping trailer with a full interior and all of that stuff. So that's going to be coming here soon too. So we got all of that. I don't have time frames of when this is all going to get get done up, but this is all all new stuff coming to the channel that I uh, that I'm going to work on. So uh, you guys, will, I'll give you guys some updates both on the podcast and in uh, in some video of uh, of some of it. I may even post some video of my brother teaching me how to weld. Um, you know, because that's part of a hobby too. Hob you can you can have welding as a hobby. So one of the other things I'm doing is um, I'm learning. And researching on how to build my own uh, hard body shell for the SCX 10-2. Going to start with that one first. So I'm going to be working on that, and that's where that custom uh, metal worked bumper is. So I'm going to make this to where I can remove the bumper and everything off of the the car and put on a standard uh, Lexan body. So when I do actual crawling, I can crawl that way. And then when I want to show it off, and we want to talk about being scale, I'll be able to put on that, that hard body shell, you know, for, for the pictures. So, and then after I get that one figured out, we're going to branch into doing one for the, uh, the element Enduro. So we got that, that in the works too. And then, uh, the last, last topic we're going to talk about is my Arma Creighton XL that I had up for sale. So, I'm going to be pulling that down from being for sale for right now because I'm going to actually go through it. I think I'm going to put the electronics back in it. So I, I had some elect, I had the uh, the 8S electronics in it, my Castle Creations Monster Mamba X with that 1717 motor. And then I pulled it out because I was going to kind of use that electronics and motor for a different project. I decided against it now and I'm kind of changing my mind. So. I'm going to uh, get it reinstalled in there, and then uh, I think it's going to go back up for sale once I get all of that done. I want to want to make sure that you know it's all installed. I'm going to do some loom work on it and get all of the wiring all taken care of too with it, and get it all. So you guys will be looking for that, you know, coming up. And if anybody's interested, it hit me up. Um, I don't know exactly what I'm going to list it at, but we're looking at about you know that's a $350 motor and ESC combination. There's a lot of um, upgrade parts inside of that, uh, you know, in that Creighton. Uh, a lot of M2C stuff. There's a, some hot racing. There's a lot. And then not to mention, we did the conversion to the XL, which is not something you can really buy. Um, I mean, you can go buy a fire team and get close to it. You know what I mean? I mean, that's kind of what the fire team was designed off of, you know, these people that have created this, except for the fire team's got that handbrake. And you guys can make these these Creighton XLs too, if you've already got Creightons. You know, you can actually go to Jenny's RC now and you can buy the Fireteam chassis plate, which is basically a Mojave chassis plate, but it's got those extra holes for mounting that handbrake if you want to. So, you know, that's always an option and available. So we're going to do that. I'm going to get it. Uh, I still, I don't think I'm going to change the body. I'm going to keep the same body that I had on it because I've already notched it out for it to fit on there. And so it fits pretty good. And then that'll... That'll eventually go back up for sale, and we will uh, we'll eventually find the right owner, you know, that wants to take that take that in and, and have a blast with it. Um, it's just we're going a different different route with our channel now. You know, I do have the the low C LMT that I'm working on. Um, 
that's that's my my main basher is going to be a you know solid axle monster truck so i'm going to be working on a new new body for that uh haven't decided what it was i did put up on uh on facebook and ask you know everybody's you know opinion on what kind of body you think i should put on it i've been i was leaning towards you know doing kind of like a fall guy style body you know from the old old tv show the fall guy um thought about doing uh, the a teams uh van and then i was thinking about oh well, i could do the scooby-doo van you know so i could do that or i could make it look like the lunchbox uh you know except for it's a 10th scale version of a lunchbox uh from uh from kyosho but uh I'm having an issue finding a van body that I'd be able to do it. You know, a lot of people, you know, wanted to see the Scooby-Doo van. So I was leaning more towards doing that one. But really the only van body that they have available right now is, you know, Proline's got that. It's the van. It's like a rocker, rock van body that's extended. But it it doesn't quite fit the look of how the Scooby-Doo van looked or even the lunchbox or you know, the A-Team van. It's a lot longer body van. I'm, uh, I don't know exactly what I'm going to do for, for the body for that right now. I'm going to have to rethink of my options and what I can do unless, unless you guys know of a van, van body that you think would fit on top of the LMT. You know, let me know. Jump down into uh, the comment sections on my uh, Facebook page. You can find me at uh, SK Hobbies Facebook, or you can find me uh, at Stitch at uh, Stitch SK Hobbies Facebook. You'd be able to find that there. You know, jump into the that comment and tell me where you, if you guys can find any bodies that would be a van body that would fit on there. That'd be awesome. You know, but other than that, um, I don't really have very much else going on. I do have some other you know projects that I'm I'm working on, but I, I'm not going to disclose those yet. I want to kind of debut those ones on uh, on the YouTube channel and then we'll talk about them later on here when uh, after I get them done. One main thing is that I don't even know if this is going to work what I'm going to try to do but if it works it's going to be awesome and my son's going to love it. Other than that I think uh, I think that's going to do it for this podcast. You know we you guys make sure you guys like and subscribe on my YouTube channel. I hope you guys are uh, subscribing and downloading my podcast. Um, I'm going to try to do this a little bit more regularly as things go along. I don't know if I'm going to be able to make it this long, but I might do some short ones over the next couple of weeks and, and put them out there so you guys can uh, keep tabs on what we're doing and uh, make it more, you know, one topic specific instead of like the 10 topics that I had today. But I just, I had a lot going on and it just, the list kept adding up and I kept postponing it and not getting out. To, to get this podcast recorded. And so I finally looked at it and said, I've got to, I got to get this podcast out. So I hope you, uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Enjoy this summer. And, uh, you know, we're going to try to stay cool. We'll, we'll see you guys all here soon. I'm Stitch, SK Hobbies AZ. Bye.